This is season two of Don't Take My Word For It. My name is Bastia Guajo, and this podcast releases every Thursday, God willing, in Spanish and in English. The point of the podcast is to give you the tools to do personal Bible study, not just rely on what somebody else tells you that the Word of God says, regardless of what your stance is on belief. I will share with you the things I'm learning, what I don't know I'll be open and honest about, and what I'm not so sure or I got from another source I will share with you as well. I'm excited to share the things that I'm learning and to motivate you to do this on your own. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Hey guys, I'm glad you're back today. Uh, it's going to be a little bit less of a planned or methodical episode. Uh, I'm going to share with you something that God's been speaking to me about personally. And I think that it is uh, universally ugh, universally applicable uh, to most of us, uh, if we're honest. <laughs> and... This came about as most of the things uh, that I I get conviction about happen. I was I read a devotional only after spending 20 minutes of my first time after I woke up uh scrolling on my phone, which is funny because the book I was reading is called Upon Waking and I didn't read it Upon Waking. But anyway, I think that happens to all of us and I it's not one of those things that I take too heavily on. Oh, I should feel bad about it and now no, this is normal. It's fine. Uh I just I did want to give God uh some attention at the beginning of the day though, so I stopped and I took this little book out and I read the devotional. The devotional interestingly was about surrender, which is a topic that I've had to wrestle with uh for the last two years because of the condition my body is in and some of the things it's battling which we don't really know what it is but uh you know the the, the part of surrender where uh un, unknown to you what the result will be and whether you will have an answer soon or not you just kind of have to let it go um and and entrust your future to the lord whether that is that he will heal you now or maybe it's going to be a few years and and understand and the belief under that being i know that god is good and whether one thing happens or another even though i believe i am going to be better uh you know the timing's not in my hands and even though that seems silly uh, to surrender if you can't heal yourself anyway uh always reveal something about ourselves um and The author um, talks about why surrender is scary to some of us uh, or to all of us um, because we think that if we give up something that God is telling us to, uh, that means that we're going to be lacking something or that we're not going to have joy in life. We're not going to be happy. Um, joy and happiness are not the same, by the way, but... I'll leave that to you. Um and I think that's a that's a giant lie. Uh 
But that's how we perceive things. And I think when we hear this is this stuff, we immediately go to, you know, things that uh, we've read in the word or we've heard someone talk about uh, that kind of sheds light on maybe a habit or a, a way of speaking that we have or a view of life that we have, an identity that we uh, grasp onto, whether it be sexuality, how we handle our tongue, um, our modesty or not having modesty and what that word even means, or whether it is about um, different types of temptations, uh, lying, white lies versus heavy lies, like all of these different things that could convict you and sometimes you agree with them or you don't agree with them, which is another problem in and of itself because we sometimes we don't agree with something, but if we have said that the Lord is our God, Therefore, the word is our ruling. Um, and then we're like, oh, I don't really believe that or that doesn't seem fair. And then we go with our word instead of his word. That reveals a different problem altogether. So I'm not condoning that. I am simply saying that I know that that is a problem that we could have. Um, because sometimes it's not comfortable uh, when we are, you know, convicted. <laughs> so, uh but for me, today was a little bit different. It wasn't about a particular thing that God was like, you have to be better because this is bad as a traditional idea of what a sin is. It was more about what I was not doing. <laughs> and I guess I'll have to tell you the story. So real quick, uh, for the past probably eight months, I have personally been on this journey where I have understood that part of the things that I'm supposed to be doing is spreading the gospel. It's not something I remember having done often. I've probably done it a handful of times. Um, and I struggle with that <laughs> because... Um, Personally, I I don't. It it's weird. I I have struggle when someone just comes out of the blue and tries to start talking to me and present me a thing. Like, I don't know if that's happened to you when you're in the mall and then someone's like, "Here, you want to try this perfume?" and you're like running away from their stall, like, "No, leave me alone. I don't want to do this. I have other things going on right now." <laughs> and um, I feel like the traditional sense of sharing the gospel comes across that way and like I don't want to do that and I'm not saying that that's not effective God can use that method even if I don't think it's the best way to get to the newer generation maybe the older generation's fine with that but the newer generation I think is very skittish about this type of approach that doesn't mean God can't use it it's just not something I'm comfortable with because it feels so like I'm selling a product come please buy my booth uh, and it just creates an attitude, right? And uh, that brings into question, like, well, should you do it because you're comfortable or not comfortable? And and well, God can use any method, and and um, just different debates that I think are important. Um, thinking about. Should it matter if you're comfortable or not? Um, versus 
work smart, not harder. Uh, and if you're going to do it, then do it a way that you think would work better. Because effectually, we are trying to persuade them. We can't obligate anybody because it's not our job. But you're trying to be persuasive and it's not very smart to be persuasive using a technique that you think is going to run off somebody. So with all that, I struggle with, uh, you know, just I don't have that ability. I haven't developed the ability to have just a natural conversation and be able to slip that in. So the Lord's been working with me, just do it informally with tracks. Let's start easy here. You pay your bill, you do the, whatever it's called, the tip, and then leave a track. So I have been obedient most times with that. There have been some times in the past where I haven't. And recently, when I was praying, um, I was trying to recall things that I had to ask forgiveness about, and this came to my mind. I kid you not, I remember that yesterday I went to a clinic to deal with an infection that is not going away because of other medication that I'm taking, and I wanted to make sure I nip it in the bud. This lady was taking care of me. She was excellent, and she had to walk away to get something and come back. At that moment, I felt the nudge, get a tract out, have it ready, so that when she walks in, you give it to her. Just do it now. And I kind of froze. I was like, well, then what am I going to say? And I don't know. And, and This is really embarrassing because I have been praying for boldness um, recently because I know that this is something that I should be doing. Uh, I'm just not there yet. Uh, and so the lady came back. I did not have the tract out. And guess what? Because she was like, okay, we're done here. You're, you can go. Then I was like, well, now it's awkward for me to open my wallet in a doctor's office. They'd be like, please, I don't take money in here. So I just, I didn't do it. And I walked away. <laughs> um, and all of those are just excuses, but I'm saying them because I want someone to relate with this. Because this probably has happened to you in some way or another. And there are legitimate reasons. I mean, maybe she would have thought I was trying to give her money or something. I don't know. Uh, the point is, back to the devotional about surrender. This is an area that God is working on me to surrender about. And as I was praying about asking for forgiveness, I was like, you know, God, I was, I was not obedient. And then after, after that, I was closing my prayer with something about loving him. And it was so wild because he brought to my memory in a paraphrased fashion, uh, a verse about obedience and love <laughs> being paired together. And the, the surprising thing is I have terrible memory. Uh, I, I never remember verses, but I almost remembered this one word for word. And you're probably starting to recall it. It's something about following, uh, following his commandments means that you love him. So I have a few references, actually, because I remembered one, but there are multiple First one is in John 14, uh, verse 15. 
And it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Um, I already, <laughs> because this is how my mind works, I already know that somebody's thinking about where does it, in the Ten Commandments, this is nothing about spreading the gospel. Hold on, we'll talk about that later. Let's just, first concept. First commandment, or the first thing it says here, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Let's see. The other reference is in Acts, Acts 5, 32. It says, and we are his witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. Because we have previously obeyed him, we got the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten it. And so, therefore, a way to live with the Holy Spirit, uh, very active in participation with you, and the power that you want in your life, as far as favor and just direction and following his will, the key is in this verse very clearly being told to us as uh, obedience, obedience is a big part of this. First um, John 2, verses 4 to 6 says, He that saith, I know him, and keeps not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth his word in him, verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. And then the last one is First John 5. One to five, whosoever believes in Jesus is that Jesus is the Christ born of God, and every one that loveth him that begath loveth begat loveth him also that is begotten of him by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments and it talks a little bit more about that, but you're getting the point, basically, love and obedience are linked. And it was funny because I had just kind of, before I had asked for forgiveness about this, I was saying, oh, I love you. And I don't love you very well. And it was almost like he confirmed it. Yeah, because you remember that verse where I talk about, if you love me, you obey me. And you didn't do that yesterday. So you got to work on that. And... Uh, it did feel good. <laughs> it did not feel good. Um, because, you know, I've been asking God for boldness and for uh, some of the things that I feel like he's leading me to in the future. Uh, perhaps with teaching and being more involved in a church uh, whenever I find one where I think he's leading me to. Um, then that means that I, I'm not going to get anywhere near that if I can't be obedient in the simple things. And a very simple thing is just spreading the word very simply. I think I try to complicate my life and try to think of this really ornate way of sharing the gospel. And you don't really have to do that. Um, sometimes just even asking somebody, have you ever heard of the gospel is enough because maybe they'll be like, oh, yeah. Um, and then they could proceed to tell you something that is not the gospel. And you're like, oh, that's not really what that is. Or they can be like, uh, no, I've never heard of that word. And you can walk them through it. Um, and it can happen in a very casual conversation. But 
um, back to where this is a commandment. Um, I'm going to find two. There are more, I'm sure, but the easiest ones to uh, share with you are in Matthew 28, 19-20. Go ye therefore teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. Um, the other one is in Mark 16, verses... Verse 15, Mark, Mark 16, 15, sorry. Uh, and he said, go, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And then if you have read the book of Acts, it talks about how all of those disciples were basically given the task to spread the gospel first in Jerusalem. And then after a series of things happened, the first Gentiles received the Holy Spirit. And then that kind of sparked the spreading all over. Um, and there are other verses before um, the references I just read, like Mark 14.10 or 13.10, where it talks about Jesus kind of predicting, you know, we, we're, you're going to have to spread the word everywhere, all the world. Um, so I think it's pretty clear that this is part of his will for our life in some way or another differently for different people we are supposed to spread the word and i think at some point it has to involve us talking not just here's a little literature or here's a little post about it or uh here's this passive thing where i don't actually talk to you talk you through something um i think I need to get to that point where I can just converse about it. I have done it a few times, but I know the Lord is trying to grow me in that area. Um, because honestly, if I can't do these basic things, then I have no business trying to teach. I have no business trying to... I mean, it's good that I want to study the Word of God and, and further my understanding. But, I mean, this is like a super basic thing. And if I'm not obedient in this, then... It was almost like, mm, don't waste your time doing the other stuff if you are failing me in this area. And it felt pretty terrible because I'd like to think that I'm, you know, doing a, a good job by human measures. Maybe I am, but by his measure, clearly, I need to work on this. Um, and I'm sort of ashamed of admitting that I have a problem with this. It shouldn't be that hard because it isn't hard. You just talk to people. And maybe they don't want to talk to you, and that's okay. Um, but I want to share it because even though it's not something I have mastered, I think a lot of us have this problem. And part of surrender to Christ is we are supposed to do things sometimes that are uncomfortable to us. But if we say we love him, like it says in John, then we should obey his, his commands. And his command is his word. And what his word says is to share the gospel among other things. Um, so yeah, I don't know who this was for, but I guess this message could be twofold. Uh, and I'm going to have the references I used in the description of the episode if you want to look them up and think about them. But uh, twofold, I guess. If... You have something that the Lord is working in your life or that you have heard recently that goes against 
you feel is fair to you or that you don't want to give up because you feel like your life is your life is going to lack joy and you're not going to be happy and you're just supposed to be this miserable person that can't do anything they want to do which is not true then consider the words that I've said if we truly love the Lord we're supposed to keep his commandments and either he's God or he isn't and so we have to follow them or we don't um it's really as simple as that and then the other one is if you have been asked to be bold to spread the gospel stop being afraid like me and let's be bold and try to develop skills so that we can do this simply gently tactfully and well that's all i have to say for today this is a short one but still an important one um in summary if there are things that god is working on or, or trying to tell you hey you need to adapt your behavior or grow in this area and you are having trouble accepting that and surrendering that part of yourself remember what that struggle actually means it's almost like you're saying i don't think you're worth it or i think you're lying when you say you're going to give me life in abundance that doesn't mean you're not going to struggle it doesn't mean you're it's not going to be difficult because making right choices many times is harder than just throwing the towel and doing whatever but if we really say that he's lord then we need to do what he says um if not we're just lying uh and the second one is if like me God has been the Holy Spirit has been moving you to be more bold in your presentation and talking about the savior not just saying oh you know I believe in God or or I'm a Christian no actually talk about that with somebody um ask them how they think or what they think about going to heaven is like and having a conversation which is difficult for me but maybe for some of you it's not as hard either way we need to be bold we can't be ashamed which is something that uh, i think i have trouble with because if i if not it's not just about fear if both of those things are connected right um and i'm working on that because i want to be worthy of the sacrifice that he made for me on the cross his salvation for me was not cheap and so uh, yeah i don't want to be ashamed I'm working on that and I hope that this moves you and encourages you to come along with me and just be bold, share that tract, share the word, uh ask questions, introduce it into conversation and if you're not good at it just start with a tract. <laughs> It's that easy. So, anyway, thanks for being here with me. I hope to see you next week. <laughs>